Okay, welcome to We Like Having Fun. It is June 11th. We just listened to Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker and the After Hours Show on Patreon. My name is Michael Carlo. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Carl Cortez, out in Philly. How you doing, Carl? Doing well. The sun's coming out, and it was raining for a bit, and it's a little hot, but I'm doing okay. What's up with you? Yeah. Um, it's been real nice here, uh out in the Buffalo area, but a storm came in last night. It's going to cool down for the weekend, which is okay with me. I'm fine with a little variable temp situation. Um, and uh, we're not going to hear any of that air conditioning noise. We did a test. Carl tested it. We're all set, although he's rocking the AC because it's spicy over there in Philly. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. I'll, I'll say first off, uh, the show started Right on time, 1 o'clock. That's a good change of pace. Um, and things are kicking off with a good some good energy, even though Tim gave the boys an F for their <laughs> drops in energy right after the theme song. I think he wanted to keep it going, and it, it kind of fell flat in his opinion. I thought it was fine. but um, And then they did a little jazz jam to kind of get us going for the first you know couple minutes there uh, before they... Talked about their rat tails, which somebody brought up, um, that if you were watching the YouTube or if you watch the YouTube, you'll see that the boys had some rat tails on that. I saw those were debuted on the squirrel report yesterday. Doug had a squirrel report where he's walking through his house and he was just showing some random things. And he's like, why, why do I have these tails? So it's fun. This is this is the insider stuff. If you're if you're paying attention and, and keeping up with your other outlets like scroll report you'll get some insider news on what the hell's going on there uh what'd you think of the beginning of the show there carl i thought it was fine um yeah. they took a call from someone asking vic about his show and if that was going to continue so uh, i i watched that pilot when i think john c Riley talked about it and i've been curious what the production was for that or if the, we were going to see other episodes because i really liked what vic does yeah, it was it was kind of crazy to hear that they spent over a hundred grand on that, uh, kicking that show off, and then it just nothing ever happened with it. That's kind of a bummer. Um, and uh, Tim kind of, you know, you know, kind of busted balls a little bit. Said we put a lot of time and energy and effort. Absolutely, productions, you know, obviously helped out with that. And um, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you need to, you know, you need to take a couple swings and see how it goes, and you know, you just move on to the next thing. I'm sure Vic will uh, have something, have some con. He's always got content for us, so that's good. Um, the uh, They got to City of the Day pretty quick. Um, the City of the Day code, any idea, Carl? Any idea about this code? Any idea? Maybe if I wrote them down, I could figure something out, but that hasn't happened. Uh, I'm sure there's you think some it, pattern. You, you think... But- you think it's as simple as like the the first letter of the kind of name of the city or something like that, or maybe it's got to be something like that, something mm-hmm. with the letters or the way that it's spelled out, or if you rearrange the letters. Uh huh. Um, I thought just I think the today's began with a D, and uh, so it had me thinking, oh maybe Doug, and I, then I was thinking back, I was like, was there one that started with a V? 
maybe they're going through the Trinity. I don't know. I don't know how simple or complex it is, but um, yeah, maybe we should do that, Carl. Maybe we should look into that. Um, we got our next fun sponsor this week, which is now becoming a, a permanent gag here, Soup Shoot, um, which I they kept it together pretty serious until Doug and Vic kind of went off and added you know, a couple buttons to it, which made it, I don't know, it seemed like Tim was, Tim's trying to keep it sort of straightforward where it would be like, is this real? Isn't it real? And then Vic says, oh, I'm trying this new one with the salad in soup form. And Doug says that uh, they're going to send 75 frozen bread bowls, which takes it to that other level of like, okay, this is certainly a joke. So what do you think about soup shoot in the city of the day? Anything to mention there? I like when they bring up food. I mean, even if this is a random ad, I think it uh, falls back on what I've seen in the Tim and Eric days when they would just rifle off food stuff or just have funny, weird oddities about food and consuming food and how food's digested or, uh, uh-huh. you know, gone like which that. leads us Which leads us to this Tim story about him and his family eating rotisserie chicken in the back of their minivan, sweating, and uh, the boys got some good drops in there. That really reminded me of... Uh, and this is the kind of thing that Tim thinks about and, you know, kind of obsesses over is just sweating and eating and just, you know, smashing food in your face and dipping things in gravy. It was very uh, awesome show uh, kind of imagery was popping into my mind. But that, that was a funny little side story that I liked. Yeah, I actually um, looked up the chicken and chips place that he recommended and that rotisserie chicken does look pretty great. Uh, yeah, good. Along with the Foster's Freeze, which almost sounds like a joke, like a joke name he would make up, but both are uh-huh. credible places. So, um, yeah, go, everything go he said your... there was something I'm sure people can mm-hmm. relate to of just being in the heat and just feeling trapped. You got to get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't happen that much where I in my neck of the woods, but I'm sure in I'm sure in sunny Los Angeles that is more the case than uh, you know trying to escape the cold, which. You know, it's arguably, you know, sometimes it's people have that argument. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Um, being a guy from the Northeast, I'm, I'm one that says I'd rather be too cold because you can always you can always bundle up. But if it's too hot, there's nothing you can do. You just burn. You just you can't take your skin off. You're screwed there. So um, we're moving to this little behind the scenes text chain about the Bauer who I don't know who that is, but I guess he's a DJ. Uh, that was kind of a fun little moment. I like when they talk about their... I like peeling back the curtain a little bit. but um, And then then Tim did his Seinfeld impression uh, about texts, uh, which was cute. Um, then we had our first guest, the uh, Z from Black Socialists, um, which I... You know, it was a very interesting talk, about 20 minutes with him. Um uh, what what was your overall thoughts on that chat? I thought the conversation with Z was great. He brings up a bunch of interesting things I haven't thought about where it's just a huge conversation to have. Like even if this was just 20 minutes, there's more that can be said about it. Um, well, of course. I like how he said that we're in a burning house and we've got to change something because what mm. we're doing isn't cutting it. Yeah, I, I thought that it was a good point. Um, really, some, lots of good points, obviously. Um, but one of them, which was basically, 
the social and economic chains and kind of class system and this like pyramid that we've kind of built, they, they go back too far to just assume changing some laws, changing some pol you know, some politicians, um, is the answer. Um, and that you need growth, not from the top, but you know, from the, from the people and, um, the, the capitalists up top are, they're not going to change. So they have a, they have an interest in mind. And, um, I thought it was a good way to, to kind of lay it out. Um, but yeah, I, Doug obviously brings up the, the point on everybody's mind is what do you say? People are scared of the word socialists. Um, the response being, Oh, the best way to describe it is like democracy in the workplace. And, um, they brought up saying, you know, they want to live in a world without bosses. It's still kind of a scary thing. I think a lot of people are going to, you know, could argue that and say, well, you know, you need some sort of order. Um, but um, I see what he's going for, and I, I definitely um, always lean towards. I'm not. I'm not scared of the word socialism. And if you really, if you take it out of context, and just kind of look at the words and uh, talk about the definitions of what they mean, what they've meant through history, it's not as scary. I mean, you know, you just because certain words get attached to communism and you know that kind of stuff, it just scares people which is which is annoying because a lot of the core values i think are ones that most people would agree not most people but plenty of people would agree with so it's kind of a it's a hard stance but and then finally they talked about what do you say to people who don't want to vote for for joe biden i liked the point of saying voting for a president is like the bare minimum thing we can do right now and voting in general that we should be doing it. It shouldn't even be this big, like, you got to get out and vote. It's, it's embarrassing that it, we that is the case. But um, Tim had brought up uh, that he said that Rob Delaney had, had gone out and said, I'm not I'm not going to concern myself with the president. I have to, you got to vote for the smaller office uh, chairs, the, the smaller chairs, and, and get out there and vote for that stuff. That's the stuff that you need to be reminded about, and that's the stuff where you can really make change locally in your communities and, um, you know, then... Obviously, the the House and Senate are very important races too. So, yeah, that's that's a good thing to note. A lot of things to unpack there, and obviously a huge situation. I went to the website to kind of look around, and um, it was a uh, it's a it's a you know very informative, um, you know, cool uh, cool website. I suggest you go to it. it's just blacksocialist.us and. Um, there's all sorts of cool, uh, informative, it's a well put together website and a lot of good links and, you know, a lot of just like, they answer those questions. Like there's a, there's a section called mumbo jumbo, which is like a glossary of the terms that they're using and, and you know, how people commonly screw those up and stuff. So I'd suggest checking that out. So yeah, any final thoughts about that, Carl, or not final thoughts, any, uh, anything else to add about the, the black socialists? I think it's great that the whole team is on to make sure that whenever they have these kind of interviews, it's serious, there aren't any drops, there aren't subtle conversations going on in the background. Mm -hmm. I think that whenever they do these, they're great. And there's a lot of yeah. good information there and just good resources to forward to the viewer basis. Yeah, they, they came, they responded to some of the, uh, some of the, the comments about them not having any um, persons of color on the show representation. So 
you know, they obviously they found they found this they found Z, who's said he was a huge fan of them, and you know, so that works out good. There's you know, it's a very diverse fan base and a diverse you know uh, community. The the office hours community, I I, I hope, and um, it was nice. So yeah, that led to a couple calls and things that I. Um, there was this guy Olaf that called in, who had who they they praised his call because he came with some heat. He had drops ready to go. He had voicey sound effects and kind of was just an entertaining sort of guy. So that's a good thing to note if you're going to call. You know, have you know, and if you have something to bring, you know, they'll they'll give you props for that, which is cool. Um, the they went into the Karens uh, and this like these drops about the citizens' arrests and. Uh, that led into the the statues talk, and um, I, I thought all that was good and, and funny. Um, anything of note there from you, Carl, on that little section before? Uh, Olaf dropped some drops that I thought were interesting, and I just started to Google the phrases that were being said. Um, uh-huh. The one about who wears black in the California sun. It led me to this Reddit and then this video, and that's one that's worth checking out if you're a fan or just interested in people freaking out about stuff. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I look have at you, Dot. For it, and it was uh, eye-opening, and I ended up in a little bit of a Reddit hole, but Olaf had okay. some drops and even some that have been used on office hours before. The Karen yeah. talk was interesting. Uh, at some point, Tim says, defund the police except my station, because he calls anytime there's something going on after 10 p.m., <laughs> Yeah, ten oh one. If he hears loud music, he's calling the cops. So don't defund his local uh, police. But yeah, that's funny. They go um, in on statues getting taken down, and if Columbus got mm-hmm. taken down, how that history would be erased. So I love it whenever yeah. they impersonate these select parties, whether it's a southern accent or some other accent of just being upset over silly stuff. Yeah, I, I noted. I love the. I like the part how where he, they were implying that you know, hundreds, hundred years ago when there wasn't any other form of entertainment, like let's trudge down to town and look at the statue. Uh, <laughs> that was a good, that was a good bit. Um, and then, and then they, then he, speaking of voices, they did the NASCAR truck driver, uh, bit about the Confederate flags and they, he busted out all of the, uh, stereotypical Southern guy, uh, voices there with, the. Uh, Skeeter, did you hear their racing? Skeeter, did you hear their racing trucks now? You know, they, they did a little that, which was fun. Um, any thoughts on the old NASC, the NASCAR controversy? Did you hear about that? I heard the drops. I don't know the controversy exactly. but uh, Well, I, I guess controversy is not the right word. They just, the NASCAR came out and banned Confederate flags at NASCAR events, which if you've ever seen what happens at a NASCAR event, it's about, you know, 25% of the flags waving in the crowd our confederate flags which is disgusting um so it's it's cool that they did that um but yeah obviously there's going to be supposedly i guess one guy retired or something a nascar truck driver he, he retired because of it wow uh, which is just ridiculous but it's good that some of these uh you know some of these bigger uh you know well-known commodities in the world are, are making a stance on some of that stuff that does need to happen i mean you just you know Free speech, my ass. It's fucking ridiculous. So, um, uh, at one point, they say, or Tim and Doug say that they're now referring to it as the Kevin Federline flag. 
which I thought was funny. Yeah, Con- Confederline flag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all good there. Um, Thundercat, what's your experience with Thundercat? You a fan? Uh, well, we can get into that. Prior to that, Tim said he's getting a COVID test, and then someone asked oh, how yeah. long he can go without food. So I thought he did a funny job of going off of that question. Yeah, there was the bit where some somebody said, "Oh, you can't go an hour." He was saying you can't eat an hour before, and so they went in with the bit where Tim doesn't eat. Uh, he needs food every hour, and his his wife feeds him in the uh, in the middle of the night and gives him little bits and scraps of food, which was it's a very funny little bit as well. Um, but yeah, so Thundercat, are you uh, you got experience with Thundercat? Yeah. Before, uh, just yeah, you to confirm he's the basis for suicidal tendencies. Uh, no, no, I think no, I don't, I don't, no, he's just Thundercat. Just Thundercat. He's a He's so you're not familiar with his music. Uh, no, no. I took okay. a quick Google and I saw suicidal tendencies for some reason attached, but I think he's just worn a suicidal tendency shirt. Okay, so maybe he shows how distant I am with the music. No, no, no. I, I just looked it up too. First coming to prominence as a member of a crossover thrash band, Suicide. He has since released. So I guess he did start that way. I've never. I didn't know him as that, but he has like some very, very successful. Uh, you know, kind of like electro you know sort of hip-hop style um jazzy you know kind of cool albums that have come out over the last uh, few years and um and it's really like interesting kind of wild stuff but yeah i just i'm looking that up now too okay played with suicidal tendency which is interesting um but he's also played with kamazi washington and you know he's he's very good If if you're not familiar with thundercat Go check him out on Apple Music or Spotify. His new album's really good. They talked about that. Um, but yeah, so his solo stuff is kind of what everybody's hot on right now. And if you listen to it, you can hear why Tim kind of quickly jumped into the recording and the and the writing process and how it's put together. Because it's crazy. It's like who would have who comes up with this shit? It's pretty wild. Um, but I thought that those questions were sort of. It was just a little sluggish, I thought. The beginning of the interview was just like, okay, this is. Neither of them really seemed that into it, and and then they they got it going. He told he told them about the song that him and Doug wrote um, on the tennis court. You got to lose to win, and uh, and then Thundercat started talking about how he was nervous. He was gonna be farting and sharding and beyond um, meat and water. It'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> beyond meat and water, I guess so. Um, and then they got into Doug's favorite bass lines, the game Doug's favorite bass lines, which is just just turned into hysteria for a, a while, which was very funny. He was he got the giggles uncontrollably. Um, he talked. He asked like, "What what do I win?" And yeah. um, he said he was scared he was going to lose. I was like, "Guys, this is a perfect time to call back the song you just talked about. You got to lose to win." And they they didn't go there, uh, but they had an opportunity. It was teed up for him. Um, but yeah, they started the game. I, I I just if somebody's giggling like that, I'm gonna giggle. So I was giggling. Is it infectious for you too, Carl? Are you giggling? Yeah. I mean yeah. I didn't hear the bass lines all that well being in the zoom, but it was cool yeah. that they had that uh, back and forth of trying to figure out these bass lines. 
Yeah, well, the, the first like three they picked were these like one re- repeated note bass lines that are just like boom, 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 boom. You know, just like very, very funny, and I could see why he got a kick out of that. He got a couple of them right. Um, a couple of them were way more obscure, uh, and they got to Van Halen's jump, um, and then Tim did a bit on how. You know how far how far into hump did Weird Al get before he uh, before he quit on that one and decided it was uh, too sexual, or which was funny. That's a just a quick little you know stream of consciousness kind of joke rabbit hole that Tim went down, which is classic, which I think is always funny. Um, but yeah, Thundercat, very fun. If you're a fan of his, you're gonna enjoy this. Uh, he seems like a very you know fun, funny guy. Very. Um, you know, lighthearted and uh, not, you know, not taking anything too serious, even though he did say he's been crying and vacuuming a lot. Um, so, yeah. Anything else about Thundercat? You're going to you're going to you're going to go take a deep dive into Thundercat's music. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you should. I don't know what kind of music you listen to, Carl. What's your like standard? Uh, you know, what, what have you been listening to recently? Uh, let me pull up the infamous Spotify. It can kind of go all over the place. I've been playing more piano lately, so that's kind of consumed my YouTube algorithm and a little bit of Spotify. Okay. Um, so you you've been playing piano. So do you like like play along with YouTube? No, uh, I mean just listening to specific songs that I've been trying to learn on YouTube, and honestly, most of it's just Zelda related. So, um, but Zelda uh, songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a oh shit. Working through. Did that. you listen to last week's uh, podcast? Which one? The one that we did. Oh, I mean, yeah, we talked about Zelda. We can pick that. No, up I know, if but want. if you listen to the podcast, I put a bunch of Zelda music in there. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> Carl, you son of a bitch! He doesn't even listen back. I, tru- I trust okay. you at this point. This is what that's good. Three, that's good. Four? But I, I, I listen. I'm doing these little things. I thought you'd get a kick out of it and putting in I Zelda should. music. So yeah, I'm uh, bad at I'm that. I'm actually, I personally am a big fan of Zelda music. I listen to. I had my ringtone for or my my alarm on my phone when you know my wake up alarm was Kakariko Village. Do you know you know that song? Yeah. Do, do, or no, is that Lon Lon Ranch? Um, but okay, let's not go down this hole, but it's uh let's see, do I still have it? No, I don't. Um but music. So yeah, I, I can yeah. do the t- the past five things I searched on uh Yeah, Spotify. what do you got? Give All me right. fast five things. It was uh, Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol. Okay. And then it was randomly I'm Sprung by T-Pain. Okay. 645AR, which started off as a joke recommendation from the Poundcast. They talked about it forever ago and said that was the new wave of rap. Uh, And then the Cardigans and then Lil Wayne. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think think that's pretty diverse. I think Thundercat's going to work for you. Okay. um, For sure. Uh, If you like that kind of different kind of shit. Uh, so cool. You'll have to keep us updated on the Zelda piano music. Maybe play us something or send me a track that I can play I've, under I've this. I've got one down, but we could uh, give that a shot. You got yeah. one recorded? Uh, no, but I have oh, okay. one that I can play pretty well. Okay, we'll do that on next week on our on our weekly Zelda music update, which yeah. will be a thing now. Um, so yeah, Thundercat was great. Um, we went to couple more calls that but, but that was pretty much took us to the end of the show that took us up to like you know 220 
Um, and there was a call with a guy named Briarb, which was strange, and a, a call with a, a school teacher who was was talking quite a bit, but got broken up a little bit. Um, I just I just noted respect to teachers. Everybody's everybody's giving um, teachers the the must deserve props that they that they deserve all the time that they maybe don't get. But you know, people like Carl out there deserve more props for being teachers. It's not easy. And everybody's learning the hard way that has children right now that, you know, fucking give it up for the teachers, you know, we'll give them a little more money, you know, defund the police, give a little more to teachers. Um, so yeah, that kind of took us to the end of the show. Any more final regular show thoughts or notes that you have there, Carl? Yeah. Tim gave a, I don't know if you would call it a throwback, but he does this one voice um, that he used to do it. I think he did it on the Fred Armisen episode forever ago of Jimi Hendrix's Roadie. So at some point yeah, yeah. before Briarb, he starts riffing about, oh, I hope you play. Well, he did, he, uh, I forget what He did song. that with Thunder. Yeah, he, he, he took Thundercat through that bit, yeah. through the Fred Armisen's uh, Jimi Hendrix Roadie, which that's a classic. I, I wonder if that's clipped out somewhere. but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Um, so that was a random one. I didn't expect to hear that. But then uh, we hit Briarb. And then uh, the last caller, Nicole, who was the teacher. It's always cool. Like, I think it's interesting because, I, I mean, when I hear Tim talk about teachers or things of that nature, I always remember it. And I think a year ago, it, just the demeanor he had. Like, I think he ends up talking to a social studies teacher. He's like, oh, you teach. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, but now mm-hmm. it's changed so much since covid that it feels if there are more teachers calling in and ending up on the air and he gives them more of the time of day now. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely much deserved props. And I'm glad that some of these, the things that are happening in the world right now make you rethink things. And it's just like, look at things from a different, you're like forced to empathize you Mm -hmm. because like, before you wouldn't empathize, you wouldn't have to empathize with a teacher. But now that you are literally having to teach your kids, you're like, okay, now you can fucking empathize, buddy. So right. it's very interesting the different things that have been happening with the different uh, problems we have in the country right now, and just looking at things with a different uh, different lens um, is all very good. Um, I had noted, oh, we didn't get Jay the intern um, during the show, uh, and I also. Just noted they're going to tease this hot ham and a haircut in After Hours. So, After Hours quickly, um, I think I jumped on late, but the first thing I saw was um, a caller named Phil Collins with a Z, uh, and he was shitting on shitting on the Poundcast a little bit, talking about some interview from a while back, and started shitting on Brent, and I was like, come on, that's not cool, dude. Fucking Poundcast is a shit. What, what, did I miss anything in, in After Hours before that? Were you on there? Uh, I randomly reconnected with this one guy I skated with in New York, so that was random. He uh, messaged me and asked if we'd skated together, and I looked at him, and I'm like, yeah, like he looks familiar, and, and it just ended up huh. being this guy that knows my one neighbor that I went to Temple with, Temple being the college, um, and that was really crazy to reconnect yeah. that way. Okay. Then uh, they got into this hot ham and a haircut, which I wasn't, I didn't totally, I, who's, who was tweets were they searching through? I didn't, I missed that. Did you see who they were tweeting, who uh, they were searching through? The person married to Nicole Kidman. I forget their name though. Well, that was Keith Urban, but I thought this was. I think that's it. This yeah. was, 
That that was the hot ham and a haircut guy. I, I thought that was so. different. I don't know. It gets mentioned there. It's hard. <clears> hard yeah. To so that hot. One. So hot ham and a haircut was something they tried to do, and I think Tim teed it up for them. They kind of had a weird, funky beat that didn't really work for the country song they were going for. But as Tim said, we're expecting somebody will pick up the slack and make that and remix that into something fun and. Um, they should have gave them the isolated vocals. They didn't, so it's going to all be to that beat. But you can see that going somewhere. We'll wait. We'll look out for that next week or this week. And then we got a caller. Carl from Philadelphia is on the line, and I was like, <gasps> and I'm watching the YouTube. I'm like, Carl's going to be on. Here we go. Ah, and geez, Louise, yeah, failure. Carl, what happened? Walk us through the moments there. That's normal. My Zoom just doesn't it's normal. Work. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted it at this point. Um, yeah. Well, I, what were you going to say? Did you have something queued up, or were you just in there? No, I had something to say. I always have something to say if I'm in there. Gotcha. I don't, I don't, I'm not All just right, a, well, a passive OHL listener. Um, all right. What do you What do you got? What were you going to ask? I don't know. You might have to wait until it happens, and then we can chat about oh, it. Oh, geez. You're going to keep me in suspense here. Yeah. Okay. It's but better it would, be good now. It would tie in Jay the intern, too. To be academic-wise, okay, well I'll leave it at that. You said, "Why did you know? Why can I get an intern job too? I'm from Philly. I'm a fan." No, um, no, it, it it ties in the academic connection that Tim and Jay have. If you want to go down, okay, that. yeah, this is the whole tattoo. This is a this is a whole a whole deep dive of uh, of stuff that Carl's talking about. I yep. think I know what he's talking about. But yeah, that that led Jay the intern did pop in after that um, and said hello. It was nice to hear from him very briefly. Um, and then the rest of the after hours was kind of a snooze for me. The Beatles caller just slowed shit way down. I was like, all right, let's do our Beatles chat. That does nothing for me personally. Um, that was real specific, and it took, took the wind out of the sails there a little bit. Uh, then there was the bad connection couple that called in um, that took off their day of work to call in. Um, just to ask if there was a place they could mail a gift, and then for the uh, the girl and the and of the couple to ask if Tim had ever been cursed, and that went off into the gang did a nice like drop fest and weird trippy music and heady kind of conversation that Tim went down, and uh, yeah, that really brought me down for being I was like all right, and I'm pretty much been staring at this and watching this for two hours now i'm i'm about all set with that uh any thoughts on after you did not get on were you flustered were you upset that you didn't get on or were you fine it is what it is it is what it is I, I'm, I'm all okay. right <laughs> i wonder if they'll remember that you had a shot and you blew it and then you got to wait like weeks and weeks again or or I wonder if Matt knows, like, because I know Matt said he listens to the show and Carl from Philadelphia. I mean, we, we, you know, that's that's a known thing. Who knows? I guess we don't know. I was on the Zoom for a little bit, but then I, I saw that I could just watch it on YouTube, and I was like, I don't. I've been on. I don't. You know, at some point, maybe I would like to go on and, and talk about this podcast and kind of, you know, get some cheap promotion and after hours or something. But um, I don't really have any just random questions anymore. I just like to listen. Um, but yeah, they tease next week. It'll be on Wednesday, the show on Wednesday. And um, next week, there'll be also be uh, 
a deep dive into the music of Jeremy Renner. So that's that's your that's our homework this week. I haven't listened. Have you listened to that already? Is that a story something that I should know about? No, no. But okay. Maybe there will be some W O H L references since it's a classic rock bit. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it a, is it Jeremy Renner doing classic rock? Jeremy Renner. What's he? The Pearl Jam guy, right? No, that's Eddie Vedder. Jeremy Eddie Renner Vedder. is an actor. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is the actor, right? Yeah, Jeremy Renner is like the. I don't know. He's like in a bunch of shit. Yeah, he's, he's in act. the he's uh, action star. And I think the Marvel he's, movies. Yeah, he's no, Night I Wing or no, not what? Night Wing, Night Hawk. Hmm. Night Hawk? Is it Night Hawk? Have to investigate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's about all I had to say about today. It was a good show. Good energy. Good solid show. Wasn't it life changer? I think the, the highlight was Thundercat. Um, the highlight was the guests. Um, we went from completely silly with Thundercat, or no, we went from completely you know serious and and, and informative with Z and the Black Socialist to completely goofy with Thundercat. So that was really good, really solid episode. Tech wise, home run, no issues. Couple laggy calls, but other than that, it was very smooth. Good so episode. I'm glad they've got it. I'm glad they've got it locked in. Um, look at this, Carl. You see what I'm wearing? You see what I'm wearing here? Yeah, yeah, Zelda's merch. There, there you go. That's just random. I didn't wear that for you. That's yeah. just on my body today because I have shirts like that and I wear them. What kind so, of hat is that? This hat is uh, this is the flag of Sicily, actually. Um, the three the three points of Sicily is that that's what that logo and symbol is. Okay. Um, uh, because I spent a lot of time in Sicily back when we used to be able to travel and stuff. I would I'd spend um, a lot of my summers there. I'd be there right now, actually, um, which is a different story for a different day. But, uh, yeah, Sicily is uh, where some of my family is from, and it's a great place to go if you're ever uh, looking for a holiday in the, ne- you know, not near future, but whatever. Whenever we so, can. Yeah. Um, all right, Carl, any final notes or you want to call it a day here? I'm good. All good, Great. Mike. Well, all good. Um, we're going to we're gonna get to the bottom of this tattoo and, and get to the bottom of this Zelda music. So prep a song for next week. We're going we're gonna to record Carl playing live Zelda music. Which, which, which game is it from? Majora's Mask. from Mask. all the game? Majora's Mask song. Oh, my God. You crazy, crazy boy. He can't just give us the dit. I mean, I've been working on that. Okay. The, That's a yeah. great song. I, I love that track, too. Hyrule Field uh, theme. I have Hyrule, that. Hyrule Field, yeah. I'm going to have to track down some more Zelda music. That's going to be the new uh, end of the show. Is Oh, here's a question. So they were talking about Doug Pound's podcast, and they brought up Brent Weinbach. I don't know how far you've, how deep you've gone in that direction, but Brent has a whole podcast about video game music. Do you know about that? Yes, I've listened, okay. but he talks about games that are before my time. And yeah, yeah, pre sixteen bit or up though. to sixteen bit, maybe. Yeah, so I know um, that there's a lot of good information there, and he dives into the music of it and whatnot. But uh, I, I like, the, yeah. I love that podcast too. It's very strange. Like if you want to fall asleep to something weird, like I used to listen to that on airplanes a lot. If I was like, oh, I want to get a nap in, I'll put that on. It's just like two dudes talking about this weird ass music that they, that nobody has any right to know that much about, but mm-hmm. 
very cool, very deep dive into video game music. That's called the Legacy Music Hour, I want to say. I will put a link in the show notes um, as far as a link to um, all the other stuff we talked about today. Uh, okay, so until next week, uh, we're getting these out quicker now. If this works for you, Carl, we'll try to we'll try to get these banged out right after we listen. And uh, so if that's the case, I'll be talking to you this week. I'll talk to you on Wednesday, a day earlier next week. Sounds good, Mike. All right, buddy. Take care, man. Later.